December. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Aries Spears. Aries Spears. Oh, okay, let me start. Okay. This O Steve comes from. <laughs> okay, okay. This O Steve comes to us from Bradley Farrow. Never go through the drive-thru. That's how they that's fuck how they you. Fuck you, because they know when you get all right. Um so before I do this, Bradley, uh I, I'm gonna read the description, but you didn't give me a whole lot to work with in terms of how this is supposed to be pieced together. Anyway, he goes, uh, what up, Aries and Andres? Sorry, I keep putting you guys to work, but I'm sure you guys can pull off what I'm trying to sell better than I can. Here's the premise. Yes, Spear Miqua is taking a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> he's, uh, he's talking a whole lot of stuff about sound production and the art of engineering with all his yes peerness, he ends the rant with the patented. Okay, I, based on that, I'm just he's more yes peer is more about art, not about sound and tech. Okay, I got it. I got the, I got the setup for you. Right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I know that you haven't been happy with the way we have too much light coming in from the side, but right. if we don't have that light in, then it's not yeah. enough on you. You got to frame this pitch. You got to talk about this in a Jasper McQuaw kind of. Got you. There we go. And then my 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 shabby look today. But they may answer has got to do the podcast. But the lights is the lights not right. You have the black guy and you have the white guy. You have the chocolate and you have the vanilla. You have the notebook paper and you have the blackboard. Andy is the perfect light because he is white. Aries is the perfect fright because he is night. How do you blend the white with the fright? So you blend the light, you pull back the shade, you let the light hit the black man, you let it share of his cocoa butter-like skin along with the baby oil. So there is a shine, but it is too much shine. So you have to dull the black face. How do you dull the black face? That's when our engineer and our producer comes in and he puts his naked body on top <laughs> of Mary's face. And he's, he's able to some of the light from Aries' face by putting his naked nipples and stomach upon his face. And that's when Aries can't breathe. And he goes, Oh, Perfect alley oop, dog. Yeah, because I didn't know how to do that with sound. Who said? Who sent that to you? It was Bradley Farrow. Bradley, man, 
it was funny, but not because of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. brother. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because I was like, how do I make that work? But that when the moment you said light, and that was all I needed. I needed the word light, uh, and I got it. I, I think we should start our own magazine called Naked Nipples. <laughs> yeah. Naked nipples. <laughs> naked. When you said naked nipples, I started laughing because and and the uh, I don't know much about magazine, but who's the guy that's like a you call him a producer? Who's the head honcho of a magazine? An editor? An editor? The, yeah, the yeah. publisher. Publisher. Yes, Peter McQuaid. Yeah. <laughs> naked nipples by Yes, Peter McQuaid. Then it says scratch and sniff. When you scratch it, it smells like nipple. We could have had naked nipples from that uh, that show that that one chick here in uh, Orlando came with. Wearing like a a black cloth. Who? The one with the shiny, the white chick with the shiny, the shiny oh, dress. Oh, with the with the shiny titties. Yeah, she was just wearing yeah. it looked like just like yeah. shoot, handkerchiefs. Oh. Like someone tied some handkerchiefs together. Oh. She had the Bo Derek braids. Yeah. She yeah. I like I like the one next the one on the other side of her. Ukrainian. She was hot. Yeah. Both them broads could have. Right in the front row. Gotta get him business, nigga. It's, it's it's impossible not to look. You know, you want to be a professional, but... Well, hey, man. But that's, but that's the beauty of what we do. We can then flip the moment into comedy and address it. So... I did, all I did was walk in the damn... Dude, you know what I would love for you to see? And it's getting so much traction. Uh, my last three episodes of Vlad. I watched the one, and I, you know I was going to call you too, because the one where he's trying to tell you there's no number one songs. Oh, you, did you watch that one? Dude, I was mad. Dude, I was mad. Dude, how does he get to be where he is? A DJ. And I know more about what he's talking about than what he was talking How you call yourself a DJ and you make a statement where you go, there was no number one songs in the 90s in the golden era of rap and it was the number one genre of music. How was that even mathematically And then he possible? tried to try to throw it. That was at the. That was towards the end of the nineties. It was more. Listen, here's the thing, man. It's not that he was a DJ. He's a representative of hip hop from a white perspective, and he fucked it up majorly, <laughs> majorly. <laughs> you surrender all your crates. That's why. That's why I never talk about my my spot in hip hop. But I have a spot in hip hop, people. But the other one I want you to. The other two I want you to check out though is the one where he's specifically talking about. Where I go, uh, I say black people have rhythm and whites naturally don't. And then he goes on to tell me that because he's a DJ, he has supreme rhythm. And so many people in the comments were like, what does you have in to be a DJ? What does you as a DJ have to do with you having rhythm? Dude, <laughs> first of all, uh, there's people that can keep a beat. They play musical instruments. They can't dance. Well, let me ask you. You were a DJ. Can you dance? Okay. But you ain't, like, soul training it up, right? No. Okay. No, so, I, but I'm a lot stiffer. I'm 58 years old now. Right. But I'm sure there are DJs, white DJs, who can DJ their ass off but can't dance a lick. I, I, you see those people sometimes. You know, and the, you see them like, and you go, please just calm right. down. <laughs> and then the other episode was when we were arguing about whether Muhammad Ali was a narcissist. So between the, the rhythmic episode and the nar, I really want you to, and it's short clips at like three, you know, I two, see, three I, minutes. I saw the uh, Muhammad Ali one too. I did. Were you talking about him being? Yeah. And you it, think it, Ali was a narcissist? 
I, I have to, I, where I disagreed with you on this one is, I think people that are the ultimate successful people, to be that. You have to be a little narcissistic. You have to be a little narcissistic. You have to be. Because there's, it, it, that. that's what allows you. Because, you think Bob Marley was a narcissist? Bob Marley's a different cat, though, dude. Uh, he's a different cat because he never thought of himself as like the the. But he's the, he's like the Ali of reggae. No, Jimmy no? Cliff, Jimmy Cliff was. Oh shit! He, I mean, here in America, people will go with uh, Marley, but Jimmy Cliff. I never even heard of Jimmy Cliff. White dudes sometimes come out of the darkness. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Ranfoots is still in there, but every now and then you may see Andy make an exit. <laughs> um. No, but Mar Marley, as far as his aspects of, on peace and humanity and who he was, yeah. But see, that that goes against being a narcissist. That's be, he was about being a human and being that. But that's what that what was. But that's what Ar Ali, Ali. But he was also the greatest fighter ever. And when you want to be the greatest, there is something when you're an athlete. I think it's because of the physicalness of what it is. The the being that person. There's a gear. That if you don't have that extra gear, that you can't take it to that 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 level where you can just go, I'm the greatest. Because I, two points, I said to Vlad, I go, he goes, uh, yeah, Ali was a narcissist. I said, why? Because he believed in himself. What was he supposed to say? I'm kind of okay. No, but you, and then and then when I asked Vlad, I said, yo, describe how you would be at a press conference hyping your fight. And he goes, well, I just want people to know. I think and I hope. I said, you just lost tickets to your fight. Yeah, yeah, warrior, yeah, you can't nigga. do that. You can't sell tickets on I no. think and I hope. No, he was a showman too. That's yes. that's what a big part of it was. I'm just saying I believe that people who rise to that that pinnacle, that top level, have to have a little narcissism in. But that wasn't him. But he wasn't that wasn't what made him. That wasn't what made him the Ali that he was. That wasn't where I would say, oh, uh, like if I was doing my top 10 narcissists, he's not on that list. He he was a humanitarian. He believed, but and he believed in himself, and all that's important. Uh, but he would, but okay. He also he also had uh, a different kind of life. He lived and when he was making money, when things weren't taken away from him, he enjoyed life. He he had things. Marley was a different kind of guy. That's why I just put I didn't put him in there. You have to have some kind of. Uh, such a high belief that it borders on narcissism. Let's say that. I don't know. Listen, when he was to sell a fight, to get inside the, the head of his opponent, absolutely he did what he had to do. Outside the ring, couldn't be more humble. No. I, more I, approachable. I, and I, and I, I agree with that. But I think you. I think to find that extra gear in you, you have, when you know that you're going to beat someone, you have a belief in yourself that's that's beyond, you know, okay, put it this way. When, when he's fighting, Two of the greatest fighters ever after him, to me, uh, and, and I'm talking in his time for uh, Foreman and Frazier, right? And you know you're going to beat him. There's a, that's a little bit of narcissism that's in you. It's not just belief. You have to have a narcissist. There's a little blind belief in that. I, I I could be wrong in the way that I'm stating what I think a narcissist is, but I think there has. I think all great people, all famous people that achieve greatness have a little bit of narcissism in it. It doesn't mean that it overwhelms their uh, personality where they become a narcissist, but, but you have to have a little of that in you. you how do you, how do you have greatness with that without having this unnatural belief in yourself? You have to have a little bit of it. Who was the reggae guy you said? Jimmy Cliff. I got to check him out because I'm just sitting here going. They played together when, 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 when he when was. You're, when you're the greatest at what you do or one of the top greatest at what you do, you get heard of. 
And the fact I've never heard of him, I just... You probably heard him, but you didn't know, because reggae, reggae, especially the way it's promote, it was promoted in the United States, if you, asked it, if you asked the average person reggae, they could probably tell you one or two songs, but they think they're all the same songs. Listen, I'm not a reggae dude, but I know who Bob Marley was. Yeah, well, Bob Marley was past being a reggae guy. He wasn't just a musician. He he was a humanitarian. He had, dude, just his quotes. If you listen to what how he thought about life, if more of us were like that, this world would be a lot better place, man. Do you think he ever put his leg on the air conditioning unit and felt the cool breeze? <laughs> I think he was the cool breeze. Ah, that's fucking great. <laughs> Fuck you. That was awesome. And I, yo, Lord, if I'm lying, take me now. After I asked you that question, I thought this, I was thinking the same fucking thing. And you fucking, oh, you, I want to punch you in your fucking, <laughs> I wish we were puppets now. I would knock your glasses off you, nigga. Oh, hey, God, dude, that was awesome. Hey, if we have any, I, I know this is going to sound like the he weirdest. He was thing. the cool breeze. Yeah. Now, think about an animation with a dude with his leg up on the air conditioning unit and the breeze coming out is Bob Marley. And he's, Bob is just swimming around your nuts and being Bob playing in your pubic hairs. <laughs> It's like, I heard you're feeling a little warm. I've heard you're feeling a little warm. It's me, Bob Marley. <laughs> Can you feel me cool, breeze? If, oh. if there are some people out there that listen to this podcast that are uh, animators, we're looking for some animator. But man, what I'm looking for is some puppeteers. Anybody who makes like Muppets, if you are out there, hit us up. Andy, that was the fucking Kobe the Shaq lob. That was just, perfect. You were just happy that the I caught it. No, you caught it, but the timing, you, there was no pause. There was no thought. That was a muscle. He is the cool breeze. Uh, That's it. I'm walking someone else tonight. Oh, come on, man. Imagine <laughs> imagine a lady with the red stripe and the beer pouring down her titties <laughs> and Bob Marley is hanging out of a pussy, catching the driblets. Ah, the cool breeze. <laughs> All right. Fuck. All right. It took a long time to get to this first one. Uh, Jordan <laughs> Lamar, actual tears. Uh, Aries, you got me literally crying my eyes, my eyes out, my ass out. Ooh, that would be a cry like a motherfucker. Uh, no booty, no cry. Uh, crying my eyes out laughing. I cannot breathe. I'm on episode 179. And you're talking about Get On Up, featuring Chadwick Boseman performing Out of Sight. Dog, you are fucking hilarious. It's like your McDonald's joke in a song. Yes, you sounded a like a special ed kid singing, I'm dead. Andy, I love you, dog, but I swear to fucking God, put down the weed, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> or take some goddamn Adderall for your ADHD. Uh, you were trying to tell Aries to do his Morgan Freeman impression and was having a seizure <laughs> trying to say his name. Nigga, you brought up the fucking electric company to try to get Aries to say the name. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck? He was on the electric company. Out of all the millions of movies he's been in, you say the electric company. Jesus Christ. So I can be uh, fair to both of y'all. Oh, so oh, so I can be fair to both of y'all. The gobbling of MJ. Aries be doing gets on my last damn nerve too. We get it. Y'all love y'all era. But come the fuck on. Uh, you were talking about Mike Tyson's exhibition with Roy Jones and went on to say you hoped that would lead him to go on and challenge for an actual title today and actually thought he could take on Fury and Wilder. Uh, I hope you were joking, dog, because if not, get the fuck out of here. Look, Tyson might be the greatest. I don't know. He's definitely an all-timer. 
and the best of his era. But bro, but bro's old ass is not hanging with real heavyweights from today. Cut it the fuck out. Honestly, uh, maybe you could get a couple younger heavyweights and win, but nobody uh, of any significance. Fury, I, Fury, and I bet Wilder might kill that old man. Uh, anyway, I'm making my way to catching up, and I hope y'all keep going because so am I. Oh, and when y'all were talking uh, TV shows and movies in the pandemic, I thought that was really dope. Y'all reminded me Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy was so great, I had to go watch it again. Y'all gonna kill me, but I haven't, I haven't seen The Sopranos yet. What the fuck are you doing? Jeez, fucking Christ. Get on it. Oh, my God, you're gonna pay you a vision in the middle of the fucking night, taking a fucking, uh, what was the... Uh, the pork store they worked at. What was it called? Uh, Remember? It's, it's, it's with an S. A Stratolist. Str- uh, the fucking pork store. Yeah, the pork store. We're going to bring you in and you're never going to come out. Somebody's going to bite it in a fucking man I got. And that doesn't exist, by the way. No, yeah. Satriali. Somebody's going to the Satriali. going to pound the fucking ground beef and they're going to bite into it and go, oh my God, it tastes like testicles. All right, anyway. I don't think any real pork store wanted to be involved with it when they were crushing up. Real humans. Yes, yeah, so. I would imagine so. <laughs> uh, well, check it out. I probably will this weekend. Oh, and also, yeah, Aries, uh, put, uh, but power was complete trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was cool for a while, but then the shit turned into a grimy hip hop version of General Hospital. Corny as fuck. Yeah. Stop it. He's right on the money. Stop it was it. a hip, it was a hip hop soap opera. Oh, God. Anyway, keep killing it, guys. I plan to come out to see y'all in San Jose in November. Can't wait. Love, respect, and peace. Dude, I don't know why you think it's such a far-fetched idea that Mike Tyson couldn't... Because uh, he wasn't winning his no, fights no, at no, the no, end no, anyway. No, 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 no. But he wasn't the same cat at the end yeah. anyway. But but when he came back to fight Roy, he was focused. I'm just saying, I know age is a factor. But if George Foreman could become heavyweight champ again against... a, 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 a Mike, Michael Moore wasn't no fucking tomato can. He was a respectable fighter. And I'm just saying, when you have a puncher's chance, you have a chance. And Mike Tyson had a fucking punch. But Mike Tyson, and you've talked about this a little bit. Mike Tyson doesn't want to release the beast within that would allow him to win fights. He wants to be a different Mike. He wants to, and and he doesn't, he knows that he has to keep those two separate. You know what I think happened? Mike had an itch and he scratched it. And he went, I'm done. Yeah. You know, he had an itch and he, and he, and he scratched it. But the mic, the, <sighs> the mic that looks at the reporter and goes, you have to leave now. Right. That person that he was, he was protecting him from. Let go. Yeah. He doesn't. You understand that, right? Yeah. That's the guy that he doesn't want to let out of the bottle anymore. And, yeah. and if he can't let that guy out of the bottle, he can't be that fighter. That he won't, that he won't, it, it has to have that, that inner, that inner anger. And I don't think he wants to go there. And so I, I agree that I don't think he could do it unless he wanted that to happen. But I don't think he want. I think he loves the life that he's leading now. And right. so he doesn't want that. Um, the other thing that was in there, you know, what's really funny, Aries, is that I got to say this because he said he didn't watch the Sopranos. Dude, <clears throat> your Tony Soprano is obviously fucking great. And when you do it, it's great. But when the audience, doesn't give you the same credit for Tony Soprano that you get for Jay Z. You are so disappointed in the oh, audience. I, I absolutely am. I, I'm, I watched you last night. Dude, I'm telling. It just it, for whatever reason, it doesn't translate on stage the way that it does. And there are people that are yelling it out. Yeah, I I, I think it's great, dude. And I, and I, I it's just not it's not translating. I, I just it's, think it's that maybe breaking my spirit. I I think maybe there's not maybe the people that come aren't 
Soprano fans the way that you know because it, it is a it's been a while since it's been on so maybe yeah, that's what it is. God damn! I, I think Tony, but you do it better than anyone else ever. Oh, fuck. Ah. <coughs> uh, 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 Don Dottie, Heart from Funny Bone, Andy's Material, Jamaican Accent, Porn Movies. Wagwan. Parentheses, what's going on? So I guess that's how you say it in Jamaican. Wagwan. Uh, Aries and Andy, hope all is well. Uh, just want to say how thankful I am to finally see Andy live at the Heart from Funny Bone. Damn, Andy, you rock. I was highly impressed with your material. I even told my old John I'm about to walk in, sit down, arms folded, and try not to laugh just to see if this nigga could, if this nigga could me naturally make me laugh. Well, before you fold your arms, uh, leave them unfolded and try to say uh, what you're supposed to say properly. Because when you're already going in with your arms folded and a funky attitude, it blocks your brain from being able to say the right thing. But then he wrote this. I did that on purpose just so I could hear you say $10 a lot of money. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Dave Chappelle voice. Dave Boys, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Andy, you did your thing on that stage. Uh, you have earned my respect. Newsflash for all the listeners on the pod. Andy goes to work on that stage. Great crowd work and dope storytelling. His energy is welcoming compared to Aries. Hmm, what? I peeped Aries in the crowd with that natural ice cube cold face. <laughs> With wired headphones on, listening to God knows what, walking around like the rent do, and he came to collect. <laughs> Quick question, Aries. Uh, what were you listening to uh, that night at Hartford Funny Bone, Saturday before game time? During the show Saturday, I was sitting with a nice couple in front of me that I just met, Tim and Natasha, white dude and a black woman. Natasha was giving me a little side eye during the show because my old lady white, and I'm simply a real nigga. It didn't really bother me, though. I already know my third leg is bigger than Tim's ego. He cool, though. Uh, Aries, I asked Tim how he heard about the show, and he uh, stated he's a fan of your stand-up. Look, Hollywood, I'm smiling. And the Mad TV era, et cetera, et cetera. I mentioned the podcast, and unfortunately, he hasn't heard of it. I filled him in, so hopefully he'll tune in. We shall see. Speaking of the pod, uh, I hope all the bitch badge holders are doing well. I wish they could write in more often. Shouts out to A.B. For holding it down, Aries, your Jamaican accent is fucking terrible. Uh, well, I, I never said it was good. As a matter of fact, I emphasized that it wasn't. Um, worse than Denzel's and the Mighty Quinn. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. Go look at the Mighty Quinn. No, it ain't. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to double down. Your accent is worse than Brad Pitt's Meet Joe Black, LOL. Yahafi, practice more. Nah, dog, you have to... Praise more, dog. You'll get there someday. What, what, was that supposed to be Jamaican? Oh, you have to practice. Oh, you have to. Like, have to. Yeah. I got it. You have to practice more, nada. Uh, you may have to press down, dog. <laughs> That's to me is Jamaican. Do what you're doing. Uh, all right, Steve, play the music. I got some porn movies. Scary Coochie, starring Sean and Marlon Wayan. Ah, uh, fuck it. White Dicks. Starring Sean and Marlon Wayan and Terry Coon. I don't know why you... I know you're going Coon like it's in Coon, but I, I, you might see Terry Poon. Yeah, Poon. Yeah, Coon's not. Repo Man, Deep Throat Man, starring Forrest Will Taker. Rizza as Jizza and Brandon from the UK, Cork Saka. <laughs> I like that he got that. <laughs> <laughs> see, that wasn't me, Brandon. That was somebody else taking a shot at you. 
uh, 30 days of night, three gays and dykes. That's all I, that's that, all for now. I like that last one though. What? 30 days of nights is three, three gays and dykes. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of homosexual sex. Uh, P.S. Andy, no need to lean on that wall during your set. Let that back grow tall and talk your shit. It was an honor seeing the both of y'all perform as a duo. Looking forward to seeing you guys live again. And that's him and his wife, Chip. That's cool, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate I, I appreciate the love, number one. Yeah. Two, I, I like the wall. Aries hates that I do that, too. I just like leaving. It's just, it. no, you just take yourself out of view. Sometimes. From some of know. the people that are seeing you yeah. from the side. I, I just, I, I like to lean up against the wall. I, it, I don't know what it is. It just, I'm very comfortable there. But then, I don't know, this weekend, I, uh, every time I lean up against the wall, I attack the crowd, though, afterwards, it would run up at. So, I don't, I don't know. It's wherever I feel comfortable, man. But, mm. uh that was nice. Thanks, man. Uh, B. Dowdy, for better or worse episode porn titles. Hey, A&A, listening to, B, listening to B for better or worse episode. And Andy was speaking out about movies that you could jack off to. And Andy said jokingly that he would do it to the Barney movie, then proceeded to say he doesn't think there is a Barney movie, when in fact there is a Barney movie. I only say this because one of my favorite movie actresses is in this movie, Kyla Pratt. <laughs> So does that mean she jacked off? <laughs> he probably did. Did you jack off to Barney or Kyla Pratt? Her and I are around the same age, and at the time I was in love with her, I couldn't have been more than seven or eight, maybe nine years old. But at that young age, I knew that I wanted to do things to her. What those things were, I have no idea, but I knew I, that's, I knew that what I wanted. To this day, she can still get it every day and twice on Sunday. Uh, porn titles, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Tricks, 3TB, 3DB, 3DP. What is that? What is 3DP? Oh, uh, double, double, three. Oh, that should be airtight, I think is what it is. Double penetration. Three, oh. double. So it's, I think that's what it is. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. But I think instead of Mighty Ducks, it should be Mighty Clucks. Cucks. Cucks. Mighty Cucks. Yeah. Right. Um, And then when you eat the pussy and you get hair stuck in your throat, you're like... <laughs> Uh, Jerry Cum Drowner. Is that supposed to be Jerry Maguire? Jerry Cum Drowner. Yeah, that's supposed to be Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's a miss. Terminate her. Terminate her. Rays of the twats. Back to the future is back to fuck her. Back to fuck here. Time travel back to fuck all the chicks that you just nearly didn't fuck. The last of Chucks. Twan, Twatnado. I kind of like Twatnado. The pe- the Meg, the Peg. Baby's clit. Social networking is social cuckworking. These are horrible. These are all horrible. <laughs> you didn't like you didn't like Twatnado. Okay, but these are horrible, dude. Yeah. Uh, if I could had the strength to ball my phone up into a ball <laughs> and shoot it. I'd go, Kobe, throw it in the trash. <laughs> Those were trash. I gave you one. Twat NATO. It's a, it's a, <clears throat> it's a, it's a, it's a twat with a tooth on it. And it squirts like seawater on you. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh, a twat with a tooth on it. Oh shit. That's most of the white trash in the midwest dude i had this uh this this comic has this great joke she she's so funny right. but she said that uh good news that her uh her pussy her put her her pussy's first tooth came in 
it's going to be on on <laughs> it's, it's going to be on solid food soon. I just the way uh, she says it and does it on stage, it's very funny. Uh, Ramfoots, good people. Uh, what up, Aries and Andy? It's Ramfoots. I haven't gone anywhere. I am currently at home. Wrote a couple poems today. I am proud of the growth that your podcast has achieved. It's easily at the top of my list. You and Godfrey's podcast are in heavy rotation. I just wanted to say this, Andy. Uh, your take on washcloth and wash ass situation is totally different and wrong. <laughs> Fecal matter is everywhere and on many surfaces, even in ice machines. Oh, don't tell me that. Dude. Yeah, it is. Oh, he's man. right. It's everywhere. So no one is safe. And for a person to put their bare hand up their ass, that's a whole different type of motherfucker. God bless. I wish you nothing but prosperity for not only the podcast, uh, but for both of your brands as well. But if it's everywhere and you're sticking a cloth up your ass, now it's on the cloth. The cloth isn't waterproof, so it's going through the cloth. It's still getting on your hands. I wash my ass and I wash my hands. I'm clean. And I don't have dirty cloths that's in my fucking house. Dude, I'm an ice fan, so I don't want to hear that. So it's not everyone, but yeah, they, 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 there is some. Yeah, but there's fecal man. They talk, the, the dirtiest place that you go to that people grab all the time that I heard, and I don't know if this is a hundred percent, but this is the last one that I heard is uh, the escalator, the, the rubber on the escalator yeah. is full of fecal matter and all kinds of crazy shit is all over there. Just oh. dirty, dirty shit. And they started to put a blue light on it because of COVID, because it's such a dirty place. But that code, that light is like killing a lot of the germs around there. That's a, that I never touched that when I'm on going on an escalator. Oh. Damn, really? And then, yeah. That's the least of my problems. Is that I, when you I, when you drink uh, a drink on the airplane, you haven't put ice in your glass? No, never. No. You see, I like a lot of ice, man, but do, I'd be worried about that ice. Do you clean if you on a on a place if you get a can and you got to drink out of the can? Do you clean the top of the can off? Uh, <laughs> and you're worried about me sticking my hand up to clean my ass that I wash my hands afterwards? What do you think's on top of that can? Other cans. Anything that's anything could be on top of the can, but I don't put the can on my lips. You don't. How do you do? You do it. I pour it into the glass. No, I'm saying if you had to drink out of the can, but I don't. Well, you never do. I never. Drink you never out been of the to can. like a game? There's no cups that you have to drink it out. Never, of the can. never. Really? Straw. Oh, that's good. All right. See. Yes. A, okay. Yeah. Then, no. No. I'm. Yeah, that's good. I, I clean the top of the can. Oh, okay. Raymond Martinez, Gemma Smash. Uh, yo, a and was good Just writing in to get your guys' take on the BRICS issue Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa With them coming up with their own currency And breaking away from the U.S. dollar Also, I got a scenario for Aries Here goes You finally get your shot at Gemma You both get back to the room But earlier you find out that she doesn't use a wash rag to clean up She, she gets comfortable and lays on the bed And you get out of the bathroom See her on the bed and then look at her feet and they look dirty mechanics hands. <laughs> you saying something and risk leaving her. Uh, just look past it and you go to work. Ha ha. Stay safe and keep the episodes coming pure uncut. I would put my Timberland boots on her. So you'd fuck her even if she had dirty feet? Yeah. Dude, have you ever seen, and I don't know if this ever happens, but when you said mechanics feet, could you imagine if you looked at the girl's toenails and there was like, you know, mechanics have like grease underneath their yeah. nails, but underneath her toenails, it was like, that line of grease that's like on a mechanic's hand. Yeah, I would I would sock up her feet. <laughs> sock the feet up, dog. So you would still hit it? Yes, absolutely. Um, 
What is she? What is there anything that you? What if she didn't brush her teeth well? I heard. I'm not going to say which celebrity it is because I only heard it. I don't know if it's true, right. but I heard this, and I think she's hot. Uh, she doesn't brush her teeth every day. She only brushes them like three times a week. And Jessica she, Simpson. Yeah. Did you hear that too? Yeah. And she just wipes them down. Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> once upon a time ago, I had a thing for Jessica Simpson when she was younger. Yeah, she was younger. That, that car, com- the, the commercial where she's yeah, yeah. Was that a Carl's Jr. commercial? Carl's Jr. commercial, if best thing Carl's Jr. ever did. Yes, if it doesn't get all over the place, it don't belong in your face. That was their campaign. If it don't get all over the place, it don't belong in your face. Um, <laughs> you haven't done that in a long time. No. Uh, listen, man, I, I would um listen. <laughs> if it's just about the opportunity to smash and bust a quick one. I, I would I would damnly let you get away with anything if if it's a one-time deal. Now when we start repeating, that's you know, because now the 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 rush of I haven't done this yet is gone. Is gone. So uh Talon Bryant 214 porn titles. This is nice and short and sweet. What's good, Aries and Andy? Longtime fan of yours since Mad TV. My porn title is the Breakfast Hub. Instead of the Breakfast Club. Okay. I think we need a, ju- a judge's ruling on this. What's the porn title? Breakfast Hub. What What makes that a porn title? Exactly. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, I'm going to throw yours in the bins with Big Dowdy. Or whatever that nigga's name was. Yeah. I, I, I thought that I didn't... I, when I first read it, I didn't get Hub either. But I thought maybe you had some inside... Porn knowledge. Well, maybe because it's like Pornhub, so it's Breakfast Hub. Oh. But it's such a stretch without like you right. know, names or anything. Right. But, like you got to have right. some names of some of the people in it, then I guess. Right. Okay. Pornhub, Breakfast Hub. Uh, that's that's That seems to be the only thing that can possibly make sense. But that's not even a porn title. It's a name. It's a porn uh, site. Stri- streaming site. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and if you call it the Breakfast Hub, you might think you go in there to look at videos of food. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, some of you guys be ready to graduate early. You're not ready. Breakfast Hub. Nah, it's, it's the fact that it even requires this much thought. Mo Juice, Good Puss, Bad Puss, Part 2. <laughs> A&A, apologize. Uh, apologies for not completing the game examples from the last email. I assume you guys would get the premise and just run with it. Andy's face was hilarious when you brought up Lizzo's name. I went into coughing, uh, to a coughing fit with laughter. <laughs> Aries, you took my game way out of the playing parameter when you started talking about men don't care about status. We just care about the pussy. That goes without saying. The game is about chicks. We all know from Hollywood that we perceived as hot. And again, it's purely speculative uh, based on the tabloid fodder and public knowledge. So to continue... Beyonce, good puss, bad puss. This might need more time to marinate. Jay-Z supposedly took her virginity, but then cheated on her later. Jennifer Lopez, good puss, bad puss. That's my friend. That, my friend, would be grade A puss. No one's cheated on her, and she dismisses her men when she's done with them. How do you know they don't dismiss her? P. Diddy still talks about her 20 years later and how she's the one that got away. On another note, Jennifer is back with Ben Affleck. Maybe Ben's got the magic stick, LOL. The last one for this email would be, wait for it, 
thinking good puss as much hell Will Smith caught for the slap seen across the world. Jada's beef curtains or peaches and cream must be filled with rainbows and be magically delicious for Will to go through all that he went through and still be with her. Changing directions. If you haven't seen The Five Bloods, which we have, it stars Delroy Lindo, seriously underrated longtime actor Jonathan Majors, and Chadwick Boseman, one of his last movies. Four African-American vets turn to v- return to Vietnam to find hidden gold and the remains of their former squad leader worthwhile viewing. All right, my guys, keep grinding. All love, Davey, Davey D in Indy, as in Indianapolis. I still don't get this game. Good point. I, I... So, okay, so basically you're saying, based on the information he's given, is it good puss or bad puss? Jada Pinkett. I just, I don't think she's going to have to, she doesn't have to shave. It's all manicured. Listen, what she's doing to Will, I think it's tragic. You're familiar with her new ma- the, the magazine uh, interview, right? The one she, where she separated for seven yeah, years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody, Ryan Davis. Remember Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Who came and saw us I love Ryan. Charlotte. He goes, I saw a post real funny. He goes, her book tour should be called How to Publicly, Publicly Embarrass My Nigga. And I'm just sitting here going, dude, Will Smith, again, A-list, top-tier actor. Fucking wealthy as fuck. The desire of every woman's wetness. And he he fucking brought, saved Jada from total obscurity. Because after Different World, who really progressed? She married a lotto ticket that kept her relevant. What the fuck is she doing to this man? That's, in, that's insane. But, you know, to, to the game... And there Bad must be, puss. but there must be something to it that he's he he's not. You know what giving I hate? Up on you know it. what I hate? A lot of men are calling Will Smith a simp now. Like you, corny dude. Like you, soft. You a simp. And again, I know some dudes might hear me, hear this, and I got to do the whole pause, no homo. But I'm 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 you know I'm not insecure like that. Will Smith in his prime, even now today, six foot something, good looking. He's got sex appeal, handsome. When he was bad boys, physically fit, famous, rich, he is the envy of every dude and the desire of every woman in the world. Black, white, Asian, Latino. Will could have anybody. And the fact that this woman is crippling you to the point where you're being called a simp by men who once upon a time ago probably wish they could be you. That's insane. See, I think it's here's what I think it is with Will, honestly, and and I'm only going to buy this. I'm putting myself in his shoes so that I can try to figure it out. I think he's just he believes in the the, the family unit where he wants a family so bad a together. Because I always like I'm divorced, and you know what I would have loved more than anything, honestly, I wish I would have had that relationship where my kids grew up. They came, they they grew up in one house. They went to the to their school. They came home. Go to go, go to college, go do whatever they want, but they come home to that house. That house is like their their the, the energy that they I want get. that now. Yeah, but that's that's what I wish I would have. I think that's what I think that the reason he stays in that is that's something that in his head is what he wants. He wants a family. He wants a place where his kids feel safe. He wants them to come home. He want. I, I always wish that I had that. I I always wish that you have that house that you know that your kids know is their home, and that that that's something special. But 
you know, there's a place, there's a point in life where somebody has to go, this just ain't it. And he has to take care of himself before worrying about any of that other stuff. I, I really think that he's, he's hurt himself, obviously. And I, and I, and I can't understand why he would do it for this woman other than love. He must be really in love well, with listen, her. To her defense, even a little bit. Look, there's, you know, I love that great quote, three sides to every story. It's mine, yours, and the truth. And I'm sure he ain't no saint. And again, he's Will Smith, the movie star. He probably had some pussy on the side that she found out about. And I'm sure that when you throw that into the gumbo mix between her affair with Augustine or August, whatever that nigga's name was, and then Will doing what he did, yeah, marriages go through shit. But I just, you know... Maybe this is where I know I'm wrong and I'll just admit it and I'm chauvinistic, but I, I just so I just feel like when you're him and you bring all that he brings to the table, and again, let's be honest now, you know, because of him, she got that show on TNT where she played a doctor, a doctor, I think it was called Hawthorne or whatever it was called. She had a fledgling heavy metal rock band career. You know, she's been on... I just don't think that if she was married to him, her, her lifespan would have gone on for as long as it did. And I think when you bring everything he brings to the table and then you put that in the mix too, like, sweetie, like, what, what, what else do you want? What, what do you want? You got a king. You got a fucking A-list superstar as your dude. Give him a little leeway. Maybe she wants something different. Maybe obviously, bitch get out. Obviously, obviously she wants something different, but that's him. I, I, I think that you have to... You have to want to care about yourself enough that you'd want to go. But I don't know what it I, I the, the thing about how they've been in separate houses, and you know, and that she didn't even know that he was going to go up in that. We all saw the tape. Let's go to the tape. You want to slap? Yeah, let's go to the tape. That, that, that. Well, interesting enough, what we didn't know that I didn't know that she said in the interview clip I saw, she goes, there was at one point during the separation or rumored to be. Chris Rock was hitting on her, was asking her out on dates. I went, that's where that came from. Maybe. Maybe that is it. Keep my wife's ne- That's where that came from. Because I also saw another clip. Tommy Davidson was on Shay Shay, which is Shannon Sharp's podcast. And he said when they did the movie Woo, he had a kissing scene with Jada. He said Will showed up to the set, walked in the trailer, and confronted him. And Tommy was like, look at me, man. I'm skin and bones. I'm a little dude. Will is a big dude, and he's towering over me, looking down on me menacingly, going, hey, man, what's up with that? Now, if that's true, and I don't know why Tommy would make that up, yeah, Will's a simp, man. Like, you're you're that insecure or you're that fucked up. Your girl is doing a movie, nigga. It's make-believe. But he's been in enough movies. He knows that. So what is she saying to him? That, that but what makes you think on. she's saying something? Because guys, he just might be insecure that way. I just don't know guys that do that, especially guys that are successful at, and on let, a let, different let, place. Let's look at the evidence. He said on Breakfast Club, "Yo, did did uh, Jada's relationship with Tupac and t- make me feel inferior?" Yeah, it's Tupac though. It's uh, okay, fair enough. But again, you're Will Smith, but so you got a problem with Pac? You got a problem with Tommy Davidson? You got a problem with Chris Rock? 
Now, Tupac was muscly, but he was still skinny dude. Yeah. So maybe she likes skinny dudes, and it's upsetting Will. You never hear about it with anybody that's like of of of, 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 of the same size as Will. Right. Maybe she likes little dudes, and it may. She goes, "Well, you know, Will, you're not, but I really like these little dudes. I maybe like you too girthy." <laughs> Right. Maybe she's uh, who knows what I uh, listen. I just don't understand how somebody could be at that point at that place in their life, their career, everything that they have, everything. And you're going to, and a woman that you know what the industry is and you know, they have to kiss someone in a scene. Right. And that's going to make you lose your mind. There's something else there. You know, it's amazing. You never know what shit is like, no matter how much you're on the outside looking in. And, and, and I, I, that's what blows me away about it. Cause in my mind, I'm sitting here going, I, I wish to God I had his life in terms of success. I wish I was a fucking top-tier movie star, slim, trim, tall, handsome, sex appeal, women's desire, men's envy, wealthy. I, I, Will in the 90s, they used to say his box office run. Other studios would push their release dates back because they went during the summer, they would go, this is the Will Smith run. His movies are killing so much at the box office. He buries the competition. That 90s era, Will was unstoppable. And I'm just going, to be that dude and you having problems with your woman? That's, that's, that's unfathomable to me. You know me. whose career I take? I'm completely different than you. Who? I take Sean Connery's. That's a pretty good career. No, because I, I, I want to finish as strong as I was in it. So no. that I'm not an old man going, I used to be something. Not only that, when girls get fresh, you give them a little slap. slap. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not an old man sitting yeah. on a chair and people just say, just be quiet, grandpa. Right. You know, you're like, grandpa, I, right. I fucking run shit. Fuck you. I, right. That he went out strong. Yeah. So I, that, that that always concerns me. I don't know why, but I always think about, I, I see people, like, I would hate to be a childhood star you see, you know, you read about them all the time and they're having some other kind of career and another life. Some of them seems like it works out good. And some of them seem like they're just holding on to the fucking rope, trying to be relevant. Still. Listen, I saw some lady, black lady, who was talking about relationships. And she, her point was women bring down kings, man. There are women out there who have crippled empires, brought kings to their knees. And that's a testament to how ladies had to, that twat, nigga, that is some potent shit. It is a drug. I've said it a million times. And when your heart gets involved, when your emotions get involved, if you're not the strongest mentally, I'm going to cripple you. Samson and Delilah, nigga. But that's why it's, I know I know there's different tiers in, in society. I understand that. And I understand women have always been the what they consider to be on the a, a, a different tier than men. Because men own and have and whatever. Take that light real quick. And the rules. But women still run everything. Goddamn right. This is the man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing. Nothing without a woman or a girl. It might be a little pleasurable because they ain't bothering you, telling you to take out the trash, lift the toilet seat, and how to eat. There's power in the box. Yeah, man. That box is serious. What's in the box? <laughs> power. Power, nigga. <laughs> uh, 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 Jennifer Lopez. Good puss, bad puss. I haven't heard I haven't heard any complaints. 
and, and people went back for seconds. She'd be running through motherfuckers, man. Somebody went back for seconds. Mm. Uh, she don't blow me away like that. But she's hot, sexy, but she just don't blow me away like that. And I think I'm more caught up into the fact that it's like she's she's a she's a subpar talent that's way bigger than she should be. She is. She's known for dancing. That's and, her talent. And she sings horribly. Acting, eh. and she's one of the biggest stars in the game. That bothers me a little bit. Bothers it turns you. me off. Uh, man, she, whatever it is, she has, she works for her. Uh, you can't say anything about it. I think you have to put that under good. Beyonce, good puss, bad puss. Uh, she's stuck by her man no matter what. That's, that's good puss. Yeah. No going, going back to Jennifer, though. Yes. Was, I, I have to... If the story about Diddy and the gun, and then she yeah. took the gun, yeah, good puss, right? She's stuck with yeah, Mia, you know, yeah. It's like the uh, uh, Goodfellas had the beat dude with the handle of the gun, yeah. and Karen took the gun for him. Yeah, and she said it turned her on. See, I like a bitch like that. I like a bitch that like ignorance. <laughs> it's turned on by ignorance. Um. Back a second. Because Beyonce could have anything she wants. Absolutely. But, but this is my question, though. And this this is the this is the other part of this uh these tears or social, however we right. look at things. She could have anything she wants. She's yes. as big as Jay-Z. Yes. I don't know financially how equal they are, but if we're gonna talk about equal, I think there's levels. If we're gonna play this, let's play this game on levels, they're both on the same level. Yeah, yeah. And they have a prenup. But could what guy, like, Jay-Z doesn't need a girl at his level, a woman at his level. Jay-Z could be Jay-Z without a woman at his level. Yeah. Can she, what does a woman, does? how can a woman, can she find, so? Does she, can she have a lesser than her level and still be? I don't think so. See, that's the hard no. part for women. Yeah. They can't be at that level no. and then dip down into the dating right. pool yeah. and now have the, the good-looking uh yeah, you know, I, you know, whatever he is, yeah. trainer, dancer, Inter. you know, because uh, essentially she's the sugar mama. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay for a, a man to have a woman that is to get to come up off of off of him. Right. But it's because it's naturally our job to provide and supply. It's not naturally a woman's job to supply and provide for a guy. But a woman. But a woman. Yeah, it's 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 a, that's a tough situation. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dematic, the producer, movies to watch. They clone Tyrone. I haven't downloaded. I just haven't watched it yet. Uh, Samaritan. That's still that that name of that movie still, could be a porn though. By the way, they clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got shit worth cloning. <laughs> uh, Samaritan Prime. Stallone is a superhero in this movie. Have you heard of that, Samaritan? No. Uh, Force of Nature on Netflix. Carter on Netflix. Saw the, Carter. What is Carter? Isn't Carter the... Stallone movie? No. Um, there's another Carter. Um, let me see what it is. The Stranger on Netflix. Is that where you sit on your hand and then it goes numb and then you jerk off? The Stranger. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Extreme Netflix and Prisoners Netflix. Uh, Prisoners is the one with uh, Hugh Jackman and and Jake Gyllenhaal. These are all new movies. 
No, I, I think Prisoners is old. It's just they don't are in it. Which ones are new on this? I don't know. Movies just don't come out the same way they used to now after the pandemic. No, and then some people do recommend movies for us that are old. Yeah, like okay. when that dude mentioned the Mel Gibson movie about him being in Mexico. Yeah, that's an old movie, and I saw that, and it was a good movie. Uh, I got one I'm gonna save till if I don't read it. This nigga's about to go nuts. Uh, Jesus, some of these movies. All right, bless 84. All right, bless 84. I'm making myself clear. Dear Aries and Andy, just wanted to make myself clear. I was calling Robert McCall a monster because of what he turns into whenever he takes down criminals. As you've seen in his memories of the multiple people he's killed, I love how the film shows his transformation from a happy man joking with the fish guy to turning into Grim Reaper, into the Grim Reaper, leaving a pile of bloody bodies in seconds. Sorry for the confusion. And I hope I made myself clear like your nose being blown. Santos. Yes, you did, brother. And that's what I was saying. Uh, it's not a monster. He's a badass. There's a difference. Um, What time is it? All right, let me try one more. And then maybe... Uh, what time we got to be down there? 6.30? 6.30. Oh, okay. We're doing good. Uh, Joe King, episode 509. This what is it, the long one? Uh, eh, that's... Yeah, but it's good. Let's make it right. long, finish on the long one. What it do, gents? Uh, which means calls will get to you next week. Don't fucking hang yourself in your closet. Uh, yo, Andy, I like the way you expressed uh, that the action and action movies are like swiping on Instagram for instant gratification. I totally concur. But the action nowadays suck harder than a baby soother. <laughs> soother, what's that? Like a uh, pacifier. Oh, nigga, say that. Uh, so there's no, uh, there's, so, so there's not much gratification for me. For example, I'm coming from old Kung Fu movies where niggas would be rumbling for five minutes straight in a beautifully choreographed dance. The Matrix as an action movie took notes and applied that art wonderfully. Even Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire had excellent and juicy action scenes. Him and Doc Ock were going at it, my dude. And all of these movies showcase immersive and elaborate stories. But then take this infestation of MCU movies where the action consists of brief clobbering uh, altercations using graphical gimmicks as illusions to make the squabbles look cute. Sure, microseconds here and they may look a little cool, but overall, it's just unfulfilling action. There are many aspects of current filmmaking that I could dissect for hours, but the sake of this but for the sake of this email, I won't do that. Uh, <clears throat> Aries, how you mentioned the Jimmy John's analogy. I usually apply that to music. When I listen to music, I seek entertainment from exactly that, music. If I wanted some scholar lecture, then I'd read a fucking book, my nigga. Some of these motherfuckers spit in such a monotonous, monotonous, bland, fashion and lacking musicality. Just as Duke Ellington sang, it don't mean a thing if they ain't got that swag. So first and foremost, foremost, I need musicality. But if you have conscious lyrics to, com to complement the musicality, then that'd be perfection. And conscious lyrics can be expressed in various ways. Art is formless. Everyone always associated conscious lyrics with just discussing life events and name dropping, whereas I view it as just being mindful, creative, spanning across any genre, including fantasy and abstract. Hip-hop, first and foremost, is the authentic expression of blackness, 
but NWA preached Express Yourself. So, of course, I hated that song. Express Yourself. Uh, so how, of course, uh, any culture can be hip-hop, hip-hopified, like how any culture can be kung fuified means maximum effort, which can be applied to any aspect of life. But kung fu is the authentic expression of Asian Chinese culture. So keeping that in mind, the king of rap is none other than Busta Rhymes. Uh, other kingly menaces would include, but not limited to KRS-One, Redman, Snoop, Most Def, Meth, The Diplomats, Luda, Black Thought, Nocturnal, Noriega, Jay-Z, Nas, and to be honest, everyone are kings of their own artistic style. But current artists would have be uh, would have be would have be uh, would have been Kendrick. Uh, everyone always says Drake and J Cole, but sorry, they don't do much for me at all. Kendrick is the dude for this generation. But yeah, I said all that to say I like how Andy liking the action movies to swiping on Insta. Me and my peeps talk that ish regularly. One love, bros. Uh, what do you think? You know, he mentioned Spider-Man, and all I can say is I am excited uh, because <laughs> October 20th, which I think is next Tuesday, is the, uh, it comes out, I pre-ordered it, Spider-Man 2, baby, on PS5 with fucking Venom. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. How excited you are. Man, dude, this is going to be a big one, dude. I should order it for my kids. That first Spider-Man was off the meat rack. Yeah. And then the, the, the follow-up with Miles Morales was dope. But this shit, they got, they got Miles Morales and Spider-Man working together in tandem. And they got Venom. Oh, my God. Oh, this has got this. I may have to roll out a, roll a blunt for this one. And I ain't <laughs> smoked it a minute. Uh. Yeah, maybe I will order that for my boy. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's an adventure like a motherfucker. Yeah, they really liked all the yeah. they liked the Spider Man's. I, I I found it interesting though what his take on music. I find it interesting how he how he put some of those things together. I I thought that that was uh, a long email, but it was worthwhile. Uh, yeah. I, you didn't miss De La Soul though in some of the storytelling, and and because uh, you gave a one love, and then you didn't throw De La Soul in there for, and I think that they they, they should be included. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's it, man. That's a show. I'm oh, I got to give it some dates. Look at me, fucking up the dates. Not surprised. No one's surprised. Where are we going to Chicago? Right? Chicago. Chicago. We're coming. Chicago. Chicago. This wonderful town. I'm going to stay a few extra days, by the Are way. Are you really? Yeah. So, oh, because that's right. You're going straight to Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm going to go from there to Milwaukee. Right, I'm going to hang right, out. Right. Uh, a friend of mine moved to Chicago a few, uh, this last year, and uh, going to go hang out and see if I can do some time somewhere. Hey, if anybody has some uh, suggestions where I could go grab some uh, some sets, do some comedy out there. Sounds like it makes financial sense. Uh, I'll be out there. Yeah, because it's three days, and yeah. I'm just taking the, there's a there's a train that goes from uh, Chicago to uh, Milwaukee, so it's easy. Um uh, be in Chicago, but I'm going to be, we're going to be performing though at the uh, Chicago Improv in Schaumburg, October 19th to the 22nd, followed by October 26th to the 29th in Milwaukee Improv. If someone's in Milwaukee and uh, have some shows that you want to put me on, uh, I can come out there early. I don't have to stay the whole time, but um, just Chicago, I will be there. Uh, November 3rd to the 5th, Levity Live, West Nyack, New York. November 10th to the 12th, Improv in Tampa, Florida. November 16th to the 19th, uh, Improv 
in Ontario, California, November 24th to the 26th, Improv in San Jose, California, December 1st to the throat. Throw, to, the throw, throat. to the throat. December 3rd to the throat. Yeah. <laughs> first through the third. I don't know what porno that is, but yeah. god damn. That's a good one for a porno. Yeah. December 1st to the 3rd, we're going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington. December 7th through the 10th, we are not in Magoobies. If you have tickets for it, go exchange them. Second week, I think, of uh, January, we'll be out there. December 15th to the 17th, we'll be at Summit in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, December 21st to the 23rd, we'll be at Bricktown Comedy Club in OKC, and December 28th through the 30th, Improv in Washington, D.C. My, my, my. Oh, my God. Look at that cock. What are you going to do with that? I'm going to put it in your throat. Well, I don't even know your name. December 3rd. <laughs> there it is. That's the show. Can, that, what's the title? December 3rd in your throat. December 3rd in your throat? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody starved on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're gonna live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? to get ripped off by guys like that. You come with me, I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're welcome! Enjoy! <laughs> 